You are listening to Destiny Pizzas. Today is Tuesday, March 26, 2019, week 283 of Destiny Pizza. I'm Drew Patel. I'm Mike Stesco. And since it's Tuesday, it's time for the leftovers. Let's get into the leftovers, shall we? All right. Uh, we got some Sherlock Holmes 3 news. This is the Robert Downey Jr. film, of course, uh, franchise. Um, it's expected to take place in the Old West in San Francisco. So they're moving out of Europe into America. Interesting. For some Sherlock Holmesiness. Seems like reverse uh, Shanghai Nights to me. That's what I was thinking. It's like, oh, it's reverse Shanghai Nights. Okay. I wish he would go after, like, Jack the Ripper or something. Yeah. But yeah, I, guess, I, I, guess want, I do. Cruisers. I do wonder what what they're doing there. What's what's the actual story? Yeah, has it been too school? long since the last? Show oh, I guess like the out? Gold Rush. Is that? Oh, yeah, that kind of time period. I think so. Uh, I don't know exactly what year uh, Sherlock Holmes like eighteen hundred seventeen. I don't. Know. Who knows? Um, Detective Pikachu news. Apparently, Danny DeVito did test for the role. Of Detective Pikachu. Yeah, because that was always like the the casting. Like, isn't that like like? Didn't you do the voice the, in the video game or something? No, or, that's what the people wanted. Oh yeah, yeah, there was speculation of him for the longest time. Yeah, because it was a fan favorite. And then uh, Terminator Six has a title. Terminator Dark Fate. Don't like it. Don't like that title name. Huh. Disappointed. Is it better than Genesis? Uh yes. Especially the like the plot point of the title of Genesis is really annoying. Isn't that the name of the company or something? Yeah, it's the name of the company and they specifically spell it like not like Genesis is spelled. But with the S Y S like very, it's a yeah, Genesis system. It's, it's, it's so dumb. So anyways. Yeah, I don't think that title, but Dune that, that doesn't mean much. We're just speeding along. All Dune. Right, all right. Hans Zimmer is doing the score. Cool. I dig Hans Zimmer. Yeah. With like this is like the most famous movie. Yeah, it's got so many people in it too. Like everyone and their moms in this movie. Yeah, it's like Dune and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood are like the two movies everyone was in. Yeah. Um, and then Blossoms. That is the new Wong Kar Wai movie he did in the Mood for Love, and this is going to be a follow up to In the Mood for Love and 2046, which. 2046 is the room number in In the Mood for Love. So it's like a soft trilogy, I guess, mm. is the right term. All right. It's like a kind of like the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. And it's a soft. But I think the, but the characters, characters are reoccurring or something. Oh, okay. I forgot what this one's about. Let me find out. So it's more, oh, wait. It's Naomi more Scott like has the, the same Paranormal Activity universe? Yeah. Know, I'm trying to relate it to other universe films. Yeah. Wong Kar Wai. The Final Destination universe? I think Carter connection. Harder than Final That's pretty hard connect. Well, at least the first two. Okay, let's see. Here. Uh, the famed Chronicles of Lies of Three Shanghai residents following China's Cultural Revolution. He said the film is taking a long time to write because of how accurately he is planning to depict the wide timeline. I've been working like an architect and a historian because I have to restore and rebuild the San Francisco Chinatown 
and part of Shanghai, which doesn't exist anymore. Um, it will offer represent a representation of Shanghai in the 1960s through 1990s. And then, um, yeah. Hmm. So, that sounds pretty cool. Alright. I what it's going to be about, though. Um... Oh, depicting chores and trifles of urban life, such as grocery shopping and hosting a dinner party. Blossoms provides a vivid image of the daily life of ordinary Shanghai people. Focusing on a hundred characters and several main ones, the, white, the whole story is carried out over two timelines, from the 1960s to the mid-1970s, the end of the Cultural Revolution, and from the 1980s to the start of the 21st century. As the two time periods alternate, the book unveils the two faces of the city, the Shanghai of old and the modernized metropolis it is today. Interesting. But yeah, if you haven't seen In the Mood for Love, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Don't know where you're going to watch it. I've not seen it. You should. It's, art, it's beautifully shot. All right. I got to check that out. You're like, wow, this is crazy visually. Speaking of beautifully shot, The Meg! Yeah. <laughs> I'm just joking. Speaking um. of movies with <laughs> Chinese people on them. <laughs> yeah, they're making a sequel to The Meg because that movie somehow made a bunch of money. I still haven't seen it. But. I hear it's not so great. I think my so, niece saw it. Did she like it? I don't know. Right. We don't talk about Has it. Has she seen Jaws? Yeah, of course. With I, my I, niece. I don't know. Like some people, I'm like, yeah, you're watching this movie. And like, I don't know how old you would like. Like, I know it's not. It's, it's like sensitive. Not, it's it's like supposed a, to be a PG. A, I think it's rated PG though. Yeah, but like that's old PG. There needs yeah. to be like a distinction between like old PG and like an R. And PG because all there was was PG and R. There wasn't PG thirteen. No, there was no R. It was only PG and PG thirteen. Oh, there was no R back then. No, the first R rated movie was Gremlins. I did not know that. Wow, was it? Wait, that can't be right. I think there was no PG thirteen. There was an R. There had to be R's back then. No, because Beetlejuice isn't rated R. Look up the first rated R movie. Yeah, but Beetlejuice that like that's because it was like for I don't know the reason for that, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still don't know the reason for that. Okay. I'm pretty sure uh, R is pretty old. But... The PG-13 rating was introduced in 1984. Yeah, when was the R rating introduced? I'm pretty sure it's older than the PG-13 rating. Look up first rated R movie. Uh... Like, I just assume rated R movies were invented with the rating system. That's that's the reason it was invented, I would assume. Or else why would you... Oh, yeah, the 80s was PG-13. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But was R... Like, I assume... I get... What did the rating system start with? G, PG, R, um, and NC-17? It just started with those and they added... It was added... G, GP, which is... Um... All ages admitted, parental guidance su suggested. And then, and this is from the 1970s, R yeah. for restricted. Uh -huh. Under 17 requires accompanying parent or adult guardian. And then X, no one under 17 admitted. Then in 1972 to 1984, it was G, PG, R, and X. Okay, so it's everything they just changed. And then in the 80s, they added, 1984, they added PG-13. Gotcha. 
Yeah, so pretty much it's been the same since PG-13. All they did was add it. And then they changed, changed X the, to NC-17. Yeah, they just changed the naming of it, but it's essentially the same thing. Interesting. I think ratings will ever go, go away. Probably not. <laughs> no, probably not. And then 1990, 1996, it was G, PG, PG-13, R, NC-17. Um, which is the same. I don't know why they separated those. Anyways little ratings history <laughs> yeah because like the exorcist was i think it's because there are so many movies that were like they're kind of not r it was pretty much like if they're not r they're they, they got to be pg because there's nothing in between so it's like well not really r yeah but like what Sometimes I watch a PG-13 movie and I'm like, that was PG-13? Yeah. Crazy. I feel like... The, well, they, it's judged on an individual movie basis. Yeah, so that's I feel like crazy it, thing, it's, too. It's whatever panel at that time says what, and then you can fight for different things. Yeah. So it's like... Cause you well, can this be is like, all subjective. It's like, maybe the guy... Well, it's ha- like, they're like, oh, well, if it's green blood, it's not R. If it's... Yeah. Red blood, it's... What, and then you like see all these people rules. getting shot, and then there's not, they're not bleeding. Yeah. And the movie will be PG-13. Yeah. That's but pretty if they crazy. were shot and bleeding, some brutal it's... things to like aliens, but like, but that's PG thirteen. It's like nuts. Anyways, yes. let's talk about the new Christopher Nolan movie. Yes, uh, we don't know anything anything about, about the movie, but we they have started to do casting um, with some names out there. Uh, John David Washington, who was in Black Klansman, also known as Denzel Washington's son. Yes, he's gonna start. Also known as that guy in Ballers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, I'm sure he doesn't want to be remembered. <laughs> yeah. I think that show's still going on. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, he's going to be the star of the movie. And then a couple other castings. Robert Pattinson has joined. Smelly Robert Pattinson. Smelly? Is he smelly? Yeah, he doesn't shower. Oh, that's gross. Often. Did not know that. Allegedly. Uh, um, and then Elizabeth Debicki has also joined. She, is, she was in Guardians Volume 2. She was Aisha, like the gold, the yeah. gold alien chick. I'm sure she's in a bunch of other stuff, but that's where I know her from. Yep. Um. So yeah, I'm excited. It's Christopher Nolan. So we'll see what he does. Yeah, I was watching this thing about how Inception used a lot of similar like visuals of like this animated movie, this oh, Japanese really? anime movie. Yeah. But I think like there was an agreement between Christopher Nolan and the director. Mm-hmm. And then there's a oh, in Requiem so for a Dream before. Yeah, in Requiem for a Dream, Darren Aronofsky bought the rights to this anime live action version oh, so of an he, anime movie, so he could use a scene. Weird. Yeah. And then, I guess it's pretty much the live action version of that anime movie is Black Swan. Oh wow. Huh. That's so weird. Strange. Yeah. Let me find it. I can find the visuals. Inception. Mm-hmm. Anime, but I was thinking, is Christopher Nolan like the master of like the 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 tease, like the trailer tease? I feel like his teases are always like really good. Like I'm just remembering that uh, Interstellar one, 
and like the the Dunkirk one. But he's really good at like giving you like nothing. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this is exciting. I totally forgot about Dunkirk. Yeah. Oh, they're like doing an Inception a dialogue. Uh, yeah, because if you watch the, see, like that wasn't an Inception. Although this would be a lot better as <laughs> live action. That's the one thing about Inception is it's like it's not dreamy it's like real See, like stuff like that yeah and like the the, the hotel you're right this is the exact same thing it's not it's like a very similar plot where like they there's a machine that allows you to enter in dreams and it gets stolen and they have to. Yes, yeah, see, I, I kind of wish there were more zany stuff in Inception. I know, because these dreams are supposed to be dreams, right? Yeah, like, they, they're really like real world situations. And I think, I think that's how Christopher Nolan dreams. He dreams in these like real world scenarios. He's like, nothing ever zany happens in a dream. Anyways. He has uh, paprika. Let's see. Maybe I can search paprika. Inception. Not in Spanish. <gasps> Inception in Spanish. There we go. I don't watch it. No, that was a long video. God damn it! Oh, so many similarities. What do you expect? You just see the. A bus falling, or like a van falling mm. on the freeway for... Why don't they do it like like two screenshots? Yeah, like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like It feels like they're going to play one than the other. But... A comparison. Like this scene is like completely in the movie. But at least he did it the right way, and he like bought it and stuff. Or, no, that's like, or what I he made an agreement. I think or, there's like an agreement or something. I want to see this in animated form. I remember when I when I saw the trailer for Inception the first time. I thought it was like crazy. Oh yeah. The world just turns up and down. <laughs> One of my uh, family friends, they had a bathroom that was just like five of the walls were mirrors. Oh, wow. That's creepy. I think that's too much. Apparently, they, like, you always had to clean that bathroom. Oh, yeah. Because it's just water's been like. You just see spots everywhere. Yeah. 
Anyways, you get it, I think. Yeah. Let's talk about Dora the Explorer, the Lost City of Gold. Yes, we have some casting. Danny Trejo is going to voice the Monkey Boots. That's crazy. I know. Because I can't imagine Danny Trejo not doing a Danny Trejo voice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that he is doing a Danny Trejo voice. It's just coming out of a monkey. Boots. Which just seems crazy to me. Yeah. But that's what's happening. I don't think he does voices. He's just Danny Trejo. Yeah. As Boots, so... Well, so my, there was a trailer released, but his voice wasn't in it, so yeah. we'll have to wait till trailer two, maybe. I don't know. Or maybe the movie itself. They're hiding that. I don't know. Who knows? I do not know. Um, yeah. And then more voices. Yes. Uh, the animated Scooby-Doo movie has found two more memories or members of the mystery gang. Is that what they're called? Mystery something? Uh, Zach Efron is going to be Fred, and Amanda, uh, Amanda Seyfried Seif- Seif- is going to be uh, Daphne. Yeah. We already got our... Who do we Shaggy. Have? We got Shaggy, Will, Velma. Uh, Will Forte. We didn't have Scooby, I don't think, though. Yeah, but it's theorized that the original guy. Yeah. We're going to do it. Yeah. So, that movie's coming together, it looks like. And Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman. Yes. Um, TV news, Game of Thrones prequel, Miranda Richardson has joined. So that's pretty cool. Nice. We don't know anything about it. Nope. Just know set in the past of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Hence the prequel. That's what we talked about. It's like a long time ago. Earlier. Yeah, yeah, very long ago. It's, like, then, it's like the old Republic. Yeah. It's like... It's I, almost like they just... It's almost like Star Wars. They swapped and... They had a one-trick pony. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, You vs. the Wild is the next interactive Netflix series, and it's going to be one with Bear Grylls, hmm. and you make Bear Grylls do stuff and see if you can make him survive. Oh, so he could die? I guess so. All right. Bet he dies a lot. I hope so. <laughs> um, and then Black Mirror News, Anthony Mackie and Yahya Abdul-Mateen II will be in the ne- next season. Yeah. Psyched for that. Yeah. And um, interesting Netflix strategy, Love, Death, and Robots apparently had four different viewing orders based on, like, your profile on Netflix. Oh, really? Just... But everyone I talked to had the same viewing profile, viewing mm. order, so... Oh, I mean, two people I talked to. <laughs> Still, statistically, it must not... I mean, that's... I wonder if it's across countries or if it's across... Just your Someone said habits? it was based on their sexuality, and that's not true. No. That's weird. Yeah. Netflix straight up said, like, nope, that's not it. Like, like no. we have a lot of factors, but that's not it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they, I would hope they wouldn't do that. Or yeah. Like, they're trying not, weird. Trying to, I assume they're trying not to be that ever, overtly creepy. But, like. I'd be interested who in knows finding out if they could find out if someone's gay or not. I'm sure they got an algorithm that's telling them a bunch of stuff that they're not telling the public that they probably know. How would you know, though? Like, what is a gay person watching on Netflix versus... I don't know, but, like, I'm sure there's, like, an algorithm. Like, Google, how do you know what a gay person's Googling? But, like... They search gay things. I guess (laughs) But all gay people search gay things all the time. Yeah, and then straight people just search (laughs) straight things. Straight things. Yeah, they're like, rulers, yardsticks. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. And gay people Clearly. are like, protractors. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think just machines in general know a lot, and they can figure stuff I out. I think they can do it with Facebook based on your friends, because I think it's, if you have more gay friends than straight friends, you people tend to be gay. 
but I'm like, that can't be right. I don't know. I don't know the statistics on it, but I feel like they know more than we think they know. Yeah. And then Supernatural is ending after 15 seasons. Damn. What a run for that show. 15 seasons. I know. Such a shitty show, too. (laughs) Yeah. It it always depends. That's why it depends where you, what network you're on and where. Like, you don't have to get as many viewers on certain networks. So, it just amazes me. Like, that's in 15 years, man. Yeah. And MMA news Anthony Pettis, Anthony Showtime Pettis, knocked out uh, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson with a Superman punch off the cage. That's legal? Yeah. You want to see it? Yeah, kind of. He does stuff like that, though. He, like, old. Do like a kick off the cage. He like jumps oh, I may have seen that. Was that on yesterday? Yeah. I think I did see it. Controlling every fight. He was like, he said he doesn't even remember. Oh, really? Like, um, what's his name? Stephen Thompson doesn't even remember getting hit. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that what happens? Sometimes they get knocked out and they don't even know, like, they, who was yeah. that? Who was that? Who got mad that he, he was like, why'd he call it? Yeah. And, and they just don't remember getting knocked out. <laughs> it happens a lot. Yeah. It's cool. Though. Let me see. I'm sure it's on here. Like his, like, when he goes off the cage. Same. I think. Maybe it's just. It's like crazy. He's like, looks so young. He's the one who's, uh, he's in his 30s or is he? Yeah, he's 35. I forgot how old he is. I think he's 35. If they showed him going off of the cage, that's what I want to see. That's what everyone knows him for. It's going to be this one. I know it. Not the top two. It's not. What are they doing? That's crazy. Well, when's this video from? A few days ago. 
Well, then did, it's not going to have yesterdays. There's... I know, but he does it. Off, he's done it before. Oh. He like does it like he does these kicks off the off the cage. That's like see like that. Whoa, Bam. Wow, jeez. It's like a thing he does. <laughs> like he's done it multiple times. I guess that's why it is the most amazing. So yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. crazy. Macy Barber one. The future. Second round knockout. And then next week, there's going to be more fights. Because now there's fights every week. It's crazy. I can't keep up. Lots of fights, yeah. I can't even... Do we talk about the pay-per-view thing? I don't think so. They they got... ESPN Plus... Okay, so you can only buy pay-per-views now for UFC through ESPN Plus. Mm-hmm. So you have to pay $50 a year for ESPN Plus. So you have to get ESPN Plus and then on top of that. And then on top of that, oh, wow. you have to pay for pay-per-views. Yeah. Exclusive for the next, like, seven years. Jeez. Yeah. And Dana White signed on oh, for seven that, years. That's one way to get subscribers up. <laughs> they already, apparently, they already have a bunch. Because, yeah. like, yesterday was ESPN Plus exclusive. Yeah. But I'm sure that has a lot to do with it, the UFC. Yeah. And, like, there's baseball. There's no blackout, like, any blackout game on baseball is mm-hmm. going to be available on ESPN+. Oh, Plus. that's crazy. Yeah, because when they and, first started, it was just, like, they would have random stuff on there that's, And like, then 30 for 30. Yeah. The whole library. Yeah. So, I mean, I think five bucks a month makes it pretty worth it. It sucks that it doesn't include standard ESPN. I would really like if they included yeah. being able to watch just regular ESPN. Yeah. And you get a full fight library from UFC. But then the weird thing is UFC Fight Pass still exists. So you can watch like other promotions on UFC Fight Pass that you can't watch on ESPN+. Plus. Mm. It's really weird. Yeah, that's streaming nowadays. It's becoming like, like even segmented within UFC. even one yeah, thing. It's, it's segmented. So that's that. On Netflix today, Nate Bargatz, The Tennessee Kid. Come back tomorrow. I'm going to talk about some movies. Like us, the inventor, and the dirt. And we're going to talk about some TV shows and discussion. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Destiny Pizzas. Until next week, grab a slice and enjoy. Goodbye.